0: smoke some weed and this is some comedians here at Muni Radio our program director Pam Benjamin super awesome girl super funny comedian uh, just performed at the Purple Onion in here live in the studio uh, one hour one woman show does this joke make me look fat definitely not Pam definitely not uh, but sure it was funny as hell uh, raised a bunch of money Making some DVDs. She's going to be big. That girl's going to be big. And I thank her for letting us uh, run the show here at Mutiny Radio. Late nights for you. She will be a guest coming uh, one, of these, one of these Mondays for you. She'll come in, uh, maybe tell us some jokes, tell us what's happening, give us some news, have some fun. That being said, Friday nights, we'll promote her show here as the Comedy Clubhouse. Once again, we'll be grilling and chilling, grilling right outside here, Mini Radio. Little sausage, little comedy, it's gonna be a good time. Until then, I will bring you some Eddie Murphy, some classic Eddie Murphy. Let's get some comedy here at 3 a.m. Let's go Medicaid and laugh. Laugh our heads off.
1: My partner, I have one of those fathers that drink. My, my father used to get drunk on Friday nights and come home and talk shit for like six hours. The same shit over and over and over again and swear they saying some heavy shit to you, too. First, he would mess with my mother, you know? He'd go and mess with my mother for a little while, then my mother go go, like, get the iron and wrap the cord around her hand. Start swinging that shit, saying, I think you better leave me alone, sweetheart. He drunk, but he ain't crazy. He come to my room then, right? He'd start fucking with me. My father, you can feel him in the doorway looking at you, too. And they'll stand there for, like, three hours just staring at you. And you turn over, and your father's standing there going, Get your ass out of the bed. <laughs> hey, hey, don't know what it is? You know, this is life, this is my house. <laughs> and I know that you, go, uh, you don't get motherfuckers, you don't listen to me. <laughs> i t- see you, you got, you a man, goddamn, say, hey, in my heart, in my head, this is feeling. And the mother, don't you notice? Yes. Then all the shit you did bad all year comes out that night, right? <laughs> but it don't make no sense, cause it's all up. It's and you come in this house, you come here with the fucking 60 on your port card, you don't say shit to me. It is sixty, in You don't wash your ass, Eddie. You don't listen, I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you take out the garbage, I gotta tell you to clean the motherfucking room. I, I cut the gra- I work all day, I'ma come home and cut the fucking grass. No, I'm not gonna do this, Scott, that you don't listen to me, It's still don't sweep the fucking floor, you don't do nothing. Why don't you, and why don't you clean it? And this motherfucking dog, he bring it in, he said, he said, let me take it, we had this dog. I get you the dog, you don't clean up about this motherfucking dog. It's, you ever notice if your dog, like, takes the shit in the room, you pretend you don't see it, cause you know you have to clean the shit up? So you just walk past the shit and let your brothers clean that shit. So. I don't see no shit on the vlog. <laughs> and then den, this this shit been in my den for three months. Tripped over that shit, isn't it? I tell you, my son, you don't know this. Hey, I don't know this. You gotta, you gotta know what I mean. <laughs> Once he came home real drunk on a Friday night after payday with his paycheck, man, a big, wad of the money in his pocket, he came home and challenged me and my big brother. Came home and said, hey, my brother said, oh, shit, he had that shit again. <laughs> hey. Hey, hey, hey! Turn out that, turn that fucking TV off. No, motherfucker, motherfucker, Quincy kissed my ass. You watching? I know, no, You think you're a man? You lift your weights, big shot, motherfucker. Lift your weights, you press your weights. I kick your ass, hey. I will kick your. Ass. They did like this in my head. I kick your ass. He's like getting physical. Thing. He's saying, Charlie, you think you hot shit? Motherfucker, i beat your ass so bad. And you and your brother and your mother, you take take the shit and get the fuck out of here. i tell you one thing, Cause I will kick your ass. And tell you what, I'm gonna say, here's my, I have to pay $500. You beat my ass, you can have every penny. You can have every penny. We beat the shit out that old man. We're trying. To kill that motherfucker! <laughs> Drunk people can't fight for shit. <laughs> they be trying to talk shit while you're beating their pfft and none <laughs> of You go missing and <laughs> kick this ass. And the next day they don't remember that shit. They say, hey, where's my fucking money at? Why is my lip all busted up? I don't know, Pop, but I'm going to get a bike. <laughs> I'm not a violent guy, neither. I'm a real, I only had one fight in my whole life. In the fifth grade with a dude named Ephraim Robinson. I'll never forget that shit because Ephraim beat the shit out of me. And I figured, well, I ain't fighting no more because evidently, I don't do this shit right. He beat the sh- he beat me. You know, how, you know how usually after you lose a fight and it's a crowd around, you go into your show business, you know, you be saying,
2: "The shit ain't over yet. Hell no, it ain't
1: over. No one ain't! Because people are watching. He said, That's your ass! You're dead! He kicks your ass, so you gotta do him one better. You are dead! You're a dead man, that's all. Get the fuck off me, mind your business, huh? Mind your business, that's all. Mind your business. it ain't worth it. Shut the fuck up, man. You're dead. The next time you see me, just lay on the ground, alright? Because you're dead. You're dead, that's all. Plain and simple, you're dead. That's all. That's all it is to it. Ephraim beat my ass that's so bad, I just got up and said, "Okay, that's enough for me, Ephraim. I won't be giving you no more trouble. Just don't beat my ass, no. I'm gonna just pick my teeth up and get the fuck out of here. You lift your foot up, Ephraim is one of them. You. you got one of my teeth lodged in your knuckle, Ephraim. Can I have it? Thank you. Appreciate it. And about the shoe, I'm gonna have that removed and send that to you, okay? Clean it all up and everything. Boy, no trouble from this guy. This guy is mean. He still living in Roosevelt, too. Now I see him, I drive past and hang my wrist out the window. I say, look at this watch, motherfucker. <laughs> I'll run your ass over now, therefore. He's <laughs> <laughs> my friend, and I says, say, hey, what's happening? What's happening, man? Yeah, my man did." And she say, I hate that mother. beat my ass. <laughs> I give him five. I said, how you doing that? Because I don't want him to kick my ass again. No. <laughs> my man Ed, how you doing? said, just don't beat my ass no more. <laughs> I hope this year, anybody, anybody having a bad year? Really? I've been having a real good year. I might No, I mean, even if none of this shit was happening, the albums and all that shit, I've been having, I've just been happy for the past, since 82 started because 81, they was killing people, man. They shot John Lennon, they shot Ronald Reagan, they shot Sadat, they shot the Pope. What's your rationale for shooting the Pope? I guess the guy figured, hey, look, I wanna go to hell and I wanna stand on line with everybody else. <laughs> I wanna take the Hell Express. <laughs> I wanna go straight and shit. You walk up to the door with your ticket, they say, shot the Pope, you can go right through man. <laughs> you can go right through <laughs> you get, I, get, I wonder, but when people getting shot, anybody ever been shot before? I have a friend that got shot before. I saw a guy get shot. And when you're in the movies, when you get shot, it's real different, you know, you get shot, you go poof, ah. <laughs> go on without me. In real life, you don't do that shit. The bullet get in your ass, you say poof.
2: Ah, motherfucker! Shit.
3: I'm shot, I'm shot, help You better not leave me, motherfucker!
1: <laughs> you say, you say, motherfucker, when the bullet hits you. Watch them Ronald Reagan tapes in slow motion when he get shot. Yeah, people are going, Ronald Reagan, Ronald Reagan. Say, you see Reagan's face, say, motherfucker. <laughs> you see how fast they push Reagan in the car? He just disappeared. As soon as he was shot, he just like, <laughs> push him in the car to get your ass in the car. <laughs> and those Secret Service men are crazy, man. They be jumping in front of the bullets and shit. One guy got shot, jumped in front of You seen the bullets, he like, said, <laughs> <laughs> The black secret service man sidestep and said, fuck that shit. <laughs> yeah, they shootin' guns and shit. <laughs> hey man, fuck that man. They shot Ron was shit, man. Fuck it. I just have to get a job at my cousin's cleaners then though. I ain't getting gonna... white dudes jumped out and shit. I must save the president. Hey, bullets and shit all in the <laughs> Ronald Reagan came to the hospital and said, it was a very brave thing you did. And <laughs> walks out going, what a stupid motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if the Pope said motherfucker when he got shot. <laughs> he had to, everybody does it. She was out there blessing people going, Dominus on the <laughs> <"Poof>, motherfucking shit. <laughs> Stay man! Somebody shot me! Hold it, be cool, fuck this. now. That's your ass, man. <laughs> That's your ass. You don't shoot me. No no. No no. No, I'll get in the car. I can no no, no. I walk to the ambulance. That's alright, but your ass is going to hell, <laughs> I'm Going to hell. <laughs> get in the car, Dallas and Hello, um, G? Yeah. Um make sure this motherfucker go to hell, alright? <laughs> <laughs> How can you shoot the he's such a nice the Pope is so cool, such a nice guy, man. Got, got these powers. Remember when he came to New York? and st- it was raining and shit, he got to open up the hatch on his limo. Pope was chilling out, had a little beanie to the side. <laughs> uh, all the women was going, ah, the Pope, the Pope, the Pope. The pope got out of his car and said, Hey y'all doing? And it stopped raining and people said, oh. <laughs> pope looked around as if to say, ain't nothing but a thing. <laughs> Got inside the limo and drove off and shit. Pope is tough. Pope, Pope went to Harlem. I'm a black man. I don't even go to Harlem. Somebody must have hit him because he gave him a quick prayer in Harlem, right? He got out the concert. Dominus, let's go. Let's get the fuck out of here, man. I heard about this place. This shit, just give me the keys then. You hit somebody, fuck him. Dominus Omus, he'd be all right. <laughs> Anybody in the audience ever get hit by a car yeah. doing a server? You get hit by a bus, sweetheart. <laughs> and you you didn't like get hurt bad, did you? <laughs> really, you just rolled off. Yeah. You got up and walked away. No. Oh, you got up and limped the fuck away. <laughs> it's cool, I'll be all right. <laughs> really, get hit by? Where were you at when you got hit by a bus? He was working for a bus company. <laughs> got the boss man, saying, said, no, I ain't gonna fire the bitch. Wait till she get off, that's all. i right. <laughs> I'm gonna sit right the fuck here.
4: I know, cool though.
1: There she go. <laughs> 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 Who else got hit? Where'd you get hit? In the leg, where'd you get hit? In the arm? <laughs> 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 he must have been hitchhiking and shit. <laughs> Give me a ride? Get the fuck out of my way, (laughs) 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 motherfucker. Who else been hit? Where'd you get hit? Broadway. No, I don't mean what, I mean what part of your body? (laughs) My man saying, on Broadway. (laughs) Anybody been hit in this strange place? Where'd you get hit? In the ass? Well, how the fuck do you cross the streets? (laughs) All bent over and shit going, any cars coming? I got the light?
0: Do I have the light?
1: (laughs) I got hit by a car in Bushwick Avenue in Brooklyn. Yeah, you know, that's a bad place to get hit if you don't just get hit once. (laughs) You got the first guy, then you got about six people going. (laughs) Hey man, what was that? (laughs) I don't know, man, felt like it was in the road. Back up and check. (laughs) That shit is in the road. I thought that was my car, man. I was about to go back to mechanics and get some mad, man. <laughs> then you laying on the ground. In Brooklyn, they don't call an ambulance. It's showtime to the Brooklyn. People, people walk over. God damn, man, I think you're gonna die. Damn. Both your legs look broke. <laughs> this hurt? Yeah, <laughs> man, you in bad shape. Them your lips over there? <laughs> I didn't know what the shits was when I walked over, man. I thought they were snails at first. I seen them shits jumping around. I said, hey, man. Then I looked at seeing you with this big grin on your face. And I realized they was your lips, man. Your legs are really broke bad, man. <laughs> this left leg, it look like it's broken three places. This is, your leg is bent up like this here, man. This how your leg is bent, man. All twisted up like this here. See how my arm is, see how my, no, look at me, man, look. Come no. see how my arm is, see how my pinky sticking out there? That's what your shin is sticking out like there, man. Damn, man, them me some nice Sergio's too. The one with the, the car in the pocket, I had a pair like that. <laughs> them fucked up, man. That's in some bad shape, man. Anybody see this? There's always a little guy inside the side exaggerating, didn't see the accident, but he's talking about the shit real loud, the crowd around him, he's going,
2: oh shit, gang! Yeah. I see it. you just missed it. I just walked around the corner, I see the whole thing. God damn, you should've seen that shit. Oh, God damn, man. I'm walking down the street, mind my own business, right? I'm walking down the street, right? I'm just walking down the street, right? Mind my own business, right? I'm walking down the street, minding my own business, right? And I turn around the corner, right? And
1: I turn around the corner, right? And I'm walking down the street in mind my own business, right? And this dude, this dude come out of car Carvel ice cream store, right? And this ice cream and shit with rainbow sprinkles on it, right? And it's 95 degrees outside, and ice cream dripping all down his hand and shit, right? And he walking, ain't getting no napkin. They never give you no napkin in Carvel, right? He walking shit, licking ice cream off his hand, right? He licking ice cream off his hand, right? he started walking in the street, right? And the light was red, right? So I scream, I say, man, watch out. He said, fuck you. I said, go ahead, walk the street. He's just walking on the side of the street. walk on the side of the street, right? On involved. I'm minding my own business, right? I'm minding my own business, he walking down the street, right? All of a sudden, if GTO came screaming around the corner, two West Indians was driving that shit, listening that loud-ass Bob Marley music, you know that can't shit when they listen to that because it got them drums and cymbals and shit in it, right? And they be playing that shit all the time, right? I screamed to West Indians and said, see, man, turn that Bob Marley shit down, you going to run him over. He said, fuck you. I said, go ahead, run him over. Go ahead, run him over. I'm minding my own business, I'm minding my business, right? All of a sudden, something said, like, hit that nigga, man, he shot up in the air about 90 feet. Holding out, ice cream cone out look like the Statue of Liberty's in. Then, then, then this, then this plane hit him. Yeah, yeah, he got hit by that plane then, right. He got caught in the propellers and shit, was spinning around. This ain't my day! This ain't my day! And the ice cream shot out his hand, right? And the West Indian dude looked out the window and that shit shot in his hand, made the fucking dreadlocks look like a Christmas tree, right? And he jumped out, shit, started wiggling his head like this, and the dude hit the ground, and he jumped out, took his sandals off, and started stomping him in the face with them big, ashy West Indian feet. That's when his lips came off, right? And he started jumping around on the sidewalk and shit, right? And I said, God damn, man! And lips was moving around, and I was gonna go across the street. So I kicked the lip back over. I kicked it back over, right? And I walked over the brother and said, God damn, Damn, man, you in bad shape. God, somebody call an ambulance, he in bay. God, man, look at both your legs, it's broken. They it broke, man. Your leg is twisted up like this here. See how my arm is? See how my arm is sitting down Listen, your leg is all twisted up, man. I give you mouth to mouth, but you ain't got no lips, cuz, God damn, man. You can't, can you move your legs? You can't move at all? Somebody help this, brother. God, uh, I feel so bad for you, man. I'm really crushed, man. I'm really crushed. You can't move at all, you sure? Really? Well, you ain't gonna be needing these sneakers no more, so I'm gonna just take these. It's raining. Honey, it's pouring, and to make matters worse, my love life is boring me to tears. And it's been such a long time. After all these years, my thighs are starting to bulge. I just can't take anymore. No dun day, no moon night, no da-da, no dena moment. Me don't dana dance. Buckwheat, is that you? Listen, honey. I always dreamed I'd find a perfect lover. But you know something? She was fat and disgusting, just like all the other girls out there. You know I'm talking to you. And honey, let me tell you something about this woman. I loved. I truly loved. I mean, I loved. I love this woman. Buckwheat. Take it, undo, undo, undo. D. If you add enough, don't put up with a dub. Don't do it. If you add just be a beta tech, beta be a game do it. I don't know what you said, honey, but listen to this. I just, I just told her to get out. You see, there's nothing left for us to talk about. Pack your raincoat, honey, pack her stuff and get out. Put your big fat dress and your fat bulging thighs and just, just get out because enough is enough, is enough. Is
3: enough. enough. I, I can't go don't. on. I can't honey, I can't take any more on, of it. No
1: more enough is it's enough, is it's enough. enough. I want her out. Get out. Take, things. out. take your thing. Take your thing. That's my blouse. Put that down. Take that. That's my blouse. Put that down. Who are these women singing? Shut up. If you miss the end, don't pretend that it's right. Did it over? If the feeling is do don't think that the move on. Did it over? Honey, I know what you mean. You can just, just tell him to get out. Just look him in his eyes and clearly shout, spell it out. Because there they go again. Well, you women just shut up? That's the last straw. That's the last. on the show one day and maybe um do some exercise or something and afterwards we can take you to the barbershop and get some of that haircut i don't want
5: no air done. you need a haircut honey your hair's in
1: bad shape i don't want no air done. did a make me man i don't want no air done. listen you'll do what i say you'll get a haircut you'll cut your hair We'll take you down to Gucci, you'll get some new clothes because these rag have on are atrocious. You've had these on since 1920, fuck change your outfit. Miss you man, you didn't hit on my nerves. I'm gonna punch you in your base in the middle of mine. What? I'm gonna punch you in your base. Punch me in my, if
2: you punch me, I will scratch your face
1: so bad, so bad you won't ever own. Oh wish you would, but get away from me, man. I don't like you anyway, man. I'ma tear somebody. Somebody. Else. Uh, Buck, calm down, calm down. Richard, you wanna get away from Buck? Well, listen, he shouldn't be in the studio with me anyway. Uh, Buck, um, he shouldn't be in the studio with me. man, I'm a genius. I'm a musical genius. I am a genius. I know music. I'm the most gifted performer in the world. I am Buckwheat. I am Buckwheat understand? Don't to do? This man has a serious head case. Uh, Buck, you want to calm down? Just come on, get out. Listen, man, I'm gonna ruin your career. I'm gonna ruin your career. I am don't
6: Listen up, everybody, the bottom line. I'm a black intellect, but I'm refined. We precision like the bullet, target bound. Just living like a hookup, the harlot sounds. Now, when I say the harlot, you know I need the hot. beat of the up that's in the pot. Jalec, jalec, you wind up, yeah, yeah. Captain of the poets, I'm the number seven pick. Uh, licks, 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 boy, on your backside. Uh, licks, 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 boy, on your backside. Uh, Listen to the fader, Shahid, let's it glide. Took the to everybody, heaven's on my side. Even in Santa Domingo, and I got a gringo. We got mics, when do we go? Know a little nigga who can rhyme when you ask me. Short, dark, the buster's voice voices, fast. One for the trouble, two for the bass. You know the style, tip. it's time to flip this. I like my beats hard like
1: two
7: They old shit. Steady eating booty and seats like cheesecakes My man, I'll be sure he's in effect mode Used to have a crush on doing for men vote It's not like Honey Dip would want to get with me But just in case I own my condoms, then you'll see formula is this, me tipping Ali. For those who can't count, it goes one, two, three. The F's, yes, inter- I'm right, I'm hey,
1: Big up is who I be. Brothers find it smart to do, but never me. Some others try to dip from Malik. You see him bitching me, not care about them DBMC. My shit is hitting. Trini Gladiator, anti-hesitator. Shaheed Push the Vader, from here to Grenada. Mr. Energetic, who me sound pathetic. When's the last time you heard a funky diabetic?
6: A coming up line and take up the timbo hoofs with the prints on the ground, Timbo's on the toes. I like the way it's going down. Down like a lady of the evening. When it goes in text just believe us in. Cause Queens is the county, Jamaica is the place. Take off your piece, but you can't run the face.
8: get played out son so let's get a car you know a fly with get a dent pull a screwdriver and be off quick with the dope ride yeah and a rowdy crew we can bag us a fence and an audi too even a jeep or man Goddamn, we're getting ours yo take a trip up the strip and be like stars so it doesn't matter if the cops be scoping they can't do jack that's why a young brother's open to do anything anywhere any place fuck while in another court I say that we're a menace to society, but at the same time, I say, why is it me? Am I the target for destruction? What about the system and total corruption? I can't work at no fast food joint, I got some talent, so don't you get my point? I'll organize some brothers and get crazy loot, selling DRUGS's and clocking dollars true. Cause the fact though, yo, that suits me fine. I gotta have it so I can leave behind. The mad poverty never happened, always needed. If a sucker steps up, then I leave him bleeding. I gotta get mine, I can't take no shorts. And while I'm selling, here's a flash report. Organized crime, they get theirs on the down low. Here's the ticket, you wanna bet on a horse show? You got to be a pro, to what you know. When you're dealing with the code of the streets. Ten I win, with the skills I be wielding Got the tenth one dealing. let me express my feelings Cool has never been one to play a big shot It's just the styles I got to keep my mic hot And fuck turning my back to the street scene It gives me energy, so I'ma keep fiends coming Just to get what I'm selling Maybe criminal or felon, dropping gems on your melon So keep press to the gangsta conquest Underground roughnecks, pounds of respect I've never been afraid to let loose my speech my brothers know I kick the code up the streets.
0: Sausage on there, frosty nugs with you late night here in San Francisco. All sorts of variety. Before that, we had the circle jerks with group sex. I think we had a little tribe called Quest. Oh my god! And a long classic from Eddie Murphy. Uh, old, I think it was called uh, Before Delirious. Some old school shit. Pretty funny though. As always, playing in the back Rupters. Gonna keep some more music rolling. We got about five minutes left. And then some of us have to get a little sleep. We're gonna keep it going with a, uh, a Bay Area favorite, Bay Area original, the uh, infamous. Google Bardello. Google Bardello. Globally, think locally. Fuck Globally, life sauce is death. So are, think locally, fuck globally. Totally feel that. Uh, just a little reminder, if you guys are artists out there, send in some demos, send in uh, press kits, whatever you got, um, to entertainment at soulsauces.com. a good email address. You can send it over to Muni Radio. You can also send it to Soul Sausage, 748 14th Street, number 111, San Francisco, California. 94114. Always looking for uh, new artists to represent, to book, to party with, to just overall have fun, make money, live it. Loving this background music here. It's pretty fucking rockin' the eruptors are. Not sure where they're from, just kind of discovered them here in the studio. But uh we ain't got this time left. Think, uh, Sean Lamar for coming out. Also, Dalen Poland for playing uh, "Notes from a Two-Girl Sex Show" DJ. Big winner tonight. That was that was that was a big winner. First winner. What We're a great We're go Show roll. Little Mars. All right, that's going to just about do it for us here, Soul Sausage On Air. I'm your host, Frosty Nugs. Stay tuned in every Monday night, 12 a.m. to, wow, two, three, four. We're going to send you off a little Muni Radio information and get some Dan Savage on the air. Hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, Again, tune in. Check out SoulSauces.com, Life Sausage Death. Thanks for having us.
9: After having put some sugar in your bowl for 10 years, Suga decides to change things a little. She's back with a monthly show every fourth Saturday from 6 to 8 p.m. with live music in the Mutiny Radio Gallery, open to the public even. The show will still focus on exposing local musical artists, but the show will also be bilingual French-English for Suga to reconnect more with her native language and her European audience. If you want to connect more with Sugar, don't forget to check her page facebookcom sugar or her website www.sugar.net. She doesn't bite. What's that what's
7: that you play?
10: Grassroots Radio.
7: You're now tuned to Grassroots Radio. Grassroots Radio. Grassroots Radio, son. Grassroots
3: Radio.
8: Check out your host, Atron, playing some awesome music on the Grassroots Radio Show. Live every Monday from 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. on the one and only Mutiny Radio. Grassroots
7: all day. I reckon you're now tuned in to the Grassroots Radio Station. At least that's what they told me.
9: What's up, See?
0: I listen to the radio because it's hella edgy. You're now tuned to Grassroots Radio.
9: Grassroots Radio. Grassroots Radio.
0: Report to MutinyRadio.org. Find us at MutinyRadio.org and on iTunes Radio under the eclectic genre.
2: Grassroots Radio. We put quality first.
9: Who loves you, baby? Who got you the weekend? The 40 hour week? OSHA? Social Security? The labor movement? That's who. Workers of the world unite at Mutiny Radio on the Labor and Love Show every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Your host, The Bee, will bring you news and commentary about the labor movement, past, present, and future, plus music of love, resistance, and protest from all over the world. If you can't listen in live, tune in to our archive podcast at mutinyradio.org, and never let anyone into your heart who is not a friend of labor. Listen in to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse. This weekly podcast open mic with a live audience features the best of San Francisco's underground comedy scene. Once a month, the open mic becomes the Mutiny Radio Comedy Showcase, featuring and paying local comics with the take from the door. Free wine is always provided for the audience for a donation of $10 that gets equally divided among comedians and the station because comics should be paid for their art. Hell, go buy a comic a drink just because, just because they're poor and funny the most badass open mic for over a year and a half, <gasps> Pam wants you to come inside her clubhouse. Join the fun, be part of the mayhem or just listen in to the aftermath every Friday from 8 to 11 p.m. until the wheels fall off on Mutiny Radio. The Balkan Vulcan Show, every Thursday from 8 to 10 p.m with live Greek, Balkan, and Middle Eastern music with an emphasis in theater, arts, and art education of the Bay Area. The show is in Greek, but some of the interviews are in English, and the Greek vintage vinyl that DJ Balkan, Vulcan spins will turn your ears pointy. Tune in to the Balkan Vulcan Show every Thursday from 8 to 10 p.m. on Mutiny Radio.
5: Each week the stranger staves off the evil and stale with the fresh and weird on the stranger in the strange land right here on Mutiny read for the oddest topics most multifarious tunes and freshly lacquered commentary check out the stranger in the strange land saturdays midnight to two for interviews involving all your eclectic esoterica write to thestranger at earthling.net for general mutiny news coverage send your aggregated articles accomplishments, muckraking investigations and fluffy public interest pieces to news at mutinyradio.org we're always looking for writers and contributions and check out our progressive news links at mutinyradio.org so tune in to Stranger in a Strange Land Saturdays, midnight to 2 a.m.
9: Smash Dukes Radio is a -a one-of-a-kind radio show, bringing you the best of 90s and early 2000s rhythm and blues. DJ Higgy provides music that's smoothed out, funky, and most of all, classic. After a long week of work, drama, and stress, Smash Dukes Radio is like a warm cup of soup. It's music that fills your spirit and soul and moves you to move. Not only is the music dope, but the content is informative and inspirational with a quote of the week and a This Week in History segment. Tune in to Smash Ukes Radio every Saturday from 4 to 6 p.m. And as always, never trust a big butt and a smile.
7: Mayday, mayday! Blackwood down, Blackwood down. Oh, hey scallywags. I don't mean the begs. Blackwood down. Need you to listen, you clown. Every Sunday from 4 to 6 p.m. Host Crick with Blastwood is comedian. Hilarious co host Laura Franzese, Scotty B. Guess. Keep it so fresh and easy weekly guessing artist on chair philosophers to the man on the street this show really can't be beat rants and storytelling tangents Chris Blackwood down ladies and gents 4 to 6 p.m. Chris Blackwood down Chris Blackwood down Sunday Sunday Sunday
9: Mutiny Radio is now on SoundTap. For people looking for community and college radio shows around the world, SoundTap is a crowdsourced social networking platform, unlike other mainstream applications. Soundtap provides listener-supported media, cultural exchange, and a commercial-free radio experience. Soundtap's mission is to bring the best listening experience possible and support the growth of the individual independent radio stations. Visit soundtap.com for more info. Welcome to an all-new and exciting year of late-night bubbles with Bernadette, DJ Tweeka of House of Pride, and Matt the Intern. This eclectic late-night talk show features all types of characters, including amazing artists, musicians, writers, drag queens, and freaky guest hosts. Tune in to our crazy conversations. It's the quintessential San Francisco show. Join us every Sunday from 8 to 10 p.m. You can listen on mutinyradio.org and watch on Ustream.com slash Late Night Bubbles with Bernadette. The Marijuana Hits Radio Show is every Friday from 6 to 8 p.m. on Mutiny Radio, and it's where art and marijuana politics meet. With DJ Relief that rides his Palomino mule from the farm in Humboldtino to the Mutiny Radio studio on 21st Street in Florida in San Francisco, and medical marijuana activist and organizer Debbie Goldsberry. Record-breaking amounts of guests include authors, activists, scientists, and artists who come and review local organic medical herb. And the goal of the show is to inform enthusiasts of Green Bud about quality technique and fun times. DJ Relief brings his records and his vaporizing handheld vaporizing record player and plays your musical requests before you even request them. While Debbie Goldsberry advises you to choose to remain silent when they come to detain you on the Marijuana Hits Radio Show at MutinyRadio.org. Every Friday, who loves you, baby?
2: MutinyRadio.org.
11: greetings from cyberdelic space this is lorenzo and i'm your host here in the psychedelic salon so let me ask you Do uh, you think that it's strange for a grown man to get depressed just because his computer can no longer access the Internet? (laughs) Don't laugh. I I know that it's silly, but nonetheless, that's the uh, state I'm in right now. And uh, here's why I find myself uh, being ridiculous. Uh, It isn't that my computer doesn't work, and, uh, well, it isn't even because of all the dental work that I've got to go through. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> W A F L Y O oh, Fuck. Yeah. L W. I'm trying to sing the theme song, Carl. Hey, uh- L-W A F L M O Y T. That's us. L-W-F-L-L-L for that stands for Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube. But if you want to subscribe to our podcast, please use our acronym. And you can search for it. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Uh, with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hi.
10: Oh, um, sorry, I had banana in my mouth, just like you when you talk. Oh, my God. L W A F L It's not so tough.
11: Uh, I'm sorry, I can't hear you. I have a banana in my mouth. We have Paul Brumbaugh yes. from the Edge of Insanity podcast on. Hi, Paul.
12: Hi, I'm sorry. I had to laugh really hard. It did kind of thin you—you had mush mouth, dude. <laughs> I always remember mush that cash. I break it down into—I break it into three. It's L
10: W. Oh,
12: see, I blew it now. L W A F L M O Y T.
10: Uh, perfect. So
12: let's, that's how I do it. Let's
11: break that down. So you break it down to let's watch a full <laughs> yep. length movie on yep. YouTube. Thank you, man. Me too. Yes, sir. Uh, we are going to watch a full-length movie on YouTube, and we uh, stream first on MutinyRadio.fm on Sundays at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, and that pers- we follow The Edge of Insanity. So uh, do us a favor, listen to Paul's show before us. It's just two hours of your time before the show, uh, and that is at noon, 3 p.m. This Eastern Time and uh we are sponsored by mutiny radio all we ask is that you donate some venmo money to at mutiny radio and make sure it's the right one and we won't do it or not do anything at all so but we do want you to watch this movie with us and listen to our podcast at the same time because we do drop as a podcast uh and all you have to do is go to youtube and search for this week's movie carl what is this week's movie
10: Polly Shore is dead, 2003. Polly Shore is dead. That's the word Paul with the Y stuck to its ass. Polly Shore is dead. Shore like the Jersey Shore. And we Down the shore. Like Joe the Autophile Monty is our channel. Joe the Autophile Monty.
11: Ooh. And I'm going to wow, go ahead and subscribe there. Man, share. He named the movie, not us. Uh, he, he was yeah. the one who was okay no, with it. Well, all right. So do us a favor. Go type in Pauly Shore is dead." It's only a movie. It's only a movie. Remember, and it's 2003. Yes. We had so 9/11 was still fresh in our minds when this movie came out.
10: Well, fresh in your oh,
11: mind. It was. I was cried twice in the streets in two, within two years. One for. You. Uh, and uh, but then I kind of I saw the bus poster for Paulie Shore is dead, and I, I started to cry. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get back to the show. Paul Scherer says the title, Show the Autophile Monty, who I just subscribed to, is is the channel. Go click it, the link, hit pause all, immediately. Slide we'll it to the left that registered our show, trademark. And I'm very excited. We're going to do a countdown, and when you're here to go, you're going to go. And the countdown king is here. None other than Mr. Sunday Afternoon, Carl's Mad Crust, the Maestro, Descending yes. Numerals, mister Three 2 1. Oh, let's get ready to brumba. The world doesn't move to the beat of this one brum. Brum, 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 brum. Under brumba, <laughs> thrusting down on me. Ladies and gentlemen, particularly gentlemen, uh, guest, give it up for Paul Brumba. <laughs> All
12: right, cool. Thank you, guys. Wow. That round of applause after that, man. Wash your hands. Shoot that favorite. Oh, look at Joe's an audiophile. I thought he was more than just an audiophile. All right. Here we go. You guys got to do this in true uh, uh, Paulie Shore dead action. Um, let's do this thing. Make that thing hover, that finger, that is, right over that triangle. And let's do it in three, two, one. Hello! Back in the early 90s, there was a comic actor named Paulie Shore who was very popular. No one has seen him lately. This is what happened to him. Well, sort of. (laughs) Critics? Paulie, you don't know
7: what you're talking about. You're great. The people love you. You have a following. Biodome was a great movie. Did you see Jury Duty?
10: No. Neither did anyone else. Did you see Hot Shots?
11: I love Jerry Duty. You did? Jerry Duty is his best movie. Really? Yeah, Twice in the Chest. No, I, I,
12: I definitely liked the one when he, he was on the farm better.
11: Son-in-law? No, yeah, son in law? No, down in the farm? Or po- Okay, yeah, so let's let's, let's break it down. Movie wise, he was in Pinot uh, Man. Man? I think he was in. Yeah, he was yeah. like. He hung out with the caveman. He was, uh, there was a George Burns one where the age changing, people switching type of thingy. And he was like the best friend of the kid. He originally like he was a high schooler with him. But then his real movies, after he hit big on MTV 25 yeah. odd years ago, uh, were Encino Man, uh, The, the Son in Law, uh, In the Army, Jury uh, Duty, which I love. And uh there's what other what other ones am I missing? It was just kind of a movie there's another
12: sure. really. There's another really shitty one. It's so Dome. Bad. Uh, well, I like
11: Oh which we've first. done on this show.
12: See, Biodome's pretty good too, even though it's bad. That's the one with Baldwin, right? Yeah. So Yeah. The worst one he's ever done was I think straight to Netflix kind of thing. And it was uh it was the um Oh God! He's supposedly a father. He's like a single dad. Uh He takes on raising some kid, and it's kind of like it's. I think it's done in the flavor of what's the one with Sandler, little the the little yeah,
10: I remember that one. Right. I do know that it's kind of done uh, in that flavor where
12: he, but the kid's even smaller. It's just that it's mischievous and it's Pauly Shore, and he's and he's. Has to watch a baby. That's the funny part.
11: Hey you guys, know? breaking news, breaking right. news, breaking news. Paulie Shore is dead.
12: Yeah, whatever one. Uh, look at that. Is he holding cotton candy? What did he have?
10: <laughs> now that's Paris Hilton, of course, <laughs> and her sister, Nikki.
12: Of course it is.
10: Oh.
11: Yeah, well, if there was no Paulie, there would be no uh, Paris, right? I mean, they they look at, both became popular. <laughs>
12: There's a hill. there's a Hilton inside a holiday inn.
11: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All his celebrity buddies are in the first five minutes of this movie, and then we have the rest of the movie, and then the end comes. Oh no, there's,
12: there's Mitzi
10: short. Was that Mitzi?
11: I don't know, but it's a big old boner. I guess that's what they're pointing at.
10: Yeah. And by the way, no, his friends will be throughout.
11: Does Jeremy Piven show up in this movie?
10: No. No, but his
12: brother plays like his friend or something. He doesn't even play his brother.
11: He dies like the greats. Sam Kittison, Richard Pryor, Albert Einstein, all the great comics.
4: <laughs> yeah.
12: I can't believe they actually said all those names in the same sentence. That was wrong. <laughs>
11: This little boy will grow
10: up to die. So now we're seeing you the know, history I, I,
12: I of... I know, it's, I know it's happening right now. Yeah. Sam Kennison is in his grave going, Ow! Ow! Ow!
10: <laughs> Sorry.
11: The, oh, I did notice that the... the well, you know he died in a car crash, oh, okay. Sam Kennison, So,
12: yeah. uh, yes, he I, did.
11: I had a joke on... I had a joke where I'd never use it. Old Mike would do this joke, but that I would hate to be in the car. Lots
12: of Kinison. Look at this. Lots of Kennison. Why would you hate to be in the car?
10: Because he'd be yelling, like, ah. (laughs) Like when the car crash happened, he'd go, oh, oh. That's right. (laughs) That's terrible, Mike. I love it.
11: Yeah, I would never do that joke. I actually, I mean, I wrote that joke when I was
10: 19, Carl. That's the old Mike. Oh, look. What we're learning yeah, is history. Hey, I actually,
12: I actually want to watch this movie when I can turn up the volume. <laughs>
11: sorry. Oh, all right. Very seriously. No, oh, no, he's no, no. About no, his what? life. That's funny. We're just we next
12: door way. of his we, mother. Yeah, life. Oh, there's his parents. That was his real parents. Okay.
11: Yeah. So it's Mitzi Shore and uh, what was his father? Sam Uh, no, Stanley. Yeah. Stanley Shore. Yeah, and
12: he was famous, right? He was really famous. Yeah, for
11: a minute, chilling with the Weeds. He opened
10: for Sinatra he... or something. That's exactly right. He yeah, his father did. Yeah, minute, and he did open for Sinatra. Was it Sammy? Yeah, him? He, like, with him for years. Yeah, it was Sammy.
11: Yeah. So and then they uh, opened a comedy club, which his wife Missy Shore, Missy Shore ran. And that's where Sam Kinison was the door at the the Comedy Store. Yeah. Which is why Pauly grew up with him. Right. In the Army now.
12: Yeah, in the Army now. I That was funny.
11: The opening title on on screen says Polly Shore is dead, and then in parentheses, you'll never weave in this town again, which is a Hollywood reference to you'll never eat lunch in this town again. Right. uh, A a memoir from an executive. So it's kind of softening the blow. It's like the movie – The pope must die they had to change the title to the pope must die it (laughs) so they probably softened the the title just so people can watch this anyway back to the death of falling short
10: all right so what we're seeing now is the birth of the downfall he gets a fox sitcom and it's horrible horrible movie i I mean uh sitcom and everybody pans it and this is the beginning of his end
11: Poor Weeze. Oh, yeah, there's Ben Stiller. You know, celebrities watch TV just like us. If only there was a TV show during quarantine where I get to watch celebrities watch TV.
10: (laughs) Um, Ben Stiller is uh, the joke. Like, he's always saying, like, I guess if my parents were famous, I'd be on top, too. And, you know, his parents were.
11: Right, his parents, yeah. And now Bill Maher. They got some good camp shows in the...
12: They've got some really good cameos in them.
10: Absolutely. And the thing is, these guys love the show. Like, everyone was panning the show. It's sort of like a joke on them.
12: Right.
11: It looks pretty good. I forget people watch TV. Like, you sit around the couch and you watch TV.
10: Well, it's his premiere.
11: followed by a new Drexel class. Is that Tony Hale? No. Oh, I think that show's pretty good. I would order a whole season and watch <laughs> it. In, in, in. Well, the, the, um,
10: the, and Fox ordered only six of them and only three of them aired. Uh, they replaced him with When Animals Attack. Ha, <laughs> ha. <laughs>
12: Which is really yeah. just Big volume
11: Well they, the animals recorded the saying It was not our idea <laughs> We wish
10: the best of it's Mr. Better Kirk. known
12: as one fox exact attack
10: The beginning of the when animals of attack it, it does not say No animals were harmed In the making of this <laughs>
11: The American Humane Society was nowhere near the production of what animals attack. You guarantee. That guy
4: was a funny
12: comic, too. The guy smoking the cigar, Rick Duquesne or
10: Yeah, this is it? basically talking behind Polly's back. Now, I'm at 912, 913, 914. What about you guys?
11: Let me look at I'm at really 908. Um, I'm a couple seconds behind. I'm here. at nine...
10: 12,
11: 13, 14, 15. Yeah, same here. Same here, Carl.
10: Okay, so I want you guys to tell me when – I want Mike to tell me when he gets to 9 minutes and 30. Okay,
11: sounds good. Is that Paul Tom Sizemore? Yes. Three, two, one, go. Thank you. Poor Tom Sizemore. So I wonder in 2003, what, what state was he on? Yeah. Oh, he was in. A, he was on. He was on E News all the time, and then he gets to be in a movie with E in it.
10: So basically, this is like behind Paul. Like everyone saw the show, and it sucks. But you're in front of the guy, right? So you're not going to be like your show right. sucked. So it's like talking behind his back, and then two face talking to his face.
11: Well, he knew his Two Faced because they went up to him and said, Hey, nice set, Paulie. Good set. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, they're on landlines talking about what they watched on TV. This right. So quaint. Did you watch
10: TV, Bill? Yes, friend. I did, Ted. Now, I got to say that Paulie Shore is a very good sport. Uh, he is so teasing himself throughout this whole movie. He's like, I suck, I suck, I suck, I suck. Now, he doesn't say that, but he wrote the script, he directed it, you know, he produced it. It right. was all done with his own he's money. He's
12: saying it every other way. Yeah, he's saying it in every other way.
10: Right. So... But isn't, isn't no, this a cop-out? No, it's not a cop-out. It's a smack in your own face I mean, seriously, everyone – throughout this whole film, this whole film's the, – the thing is Paulie Shore sucks. That's the whole joke. And you wrote it yourself? You see what I'm saying?
11: Yeah, but sometimes you could say, like, you, you kind of fill this space where the laughter should be by, say, by doing a fake laugh or, you know, ha, 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 or, you know, I uh, – you know, you can undercut yourself to kind of keep the grace going. So, uh, but I do see that this film is kind of genuine, and, uh, that the humor lies on him kind of cutting his own, his own self for or entertainment. Right. But he also maintained a reality show presence. You know, he had a show called Minding the Store, which was him helping his mom with the comedy store. And yeah, Mickey Shore passed away. I'm not sure if, if, I believe the show was filmed during that
10: time. Well, it was 2005 but, uh, on TBS. So it's two years from after this movie.
11: Do you, are you okay with that? That he made a really kind of funny, self effacing movie like this and then just kind of parlayed it into a reality show, which was straight face?
10: Uh,. I guess from the way you're saying it, I should be offended by that. Uh, this guy is really? just trying to make a living. This movie was not nationwide. This movie only made eleven thousand dollars, and he, I don't know how much he sunk into it, but it was his own personal money. It had a limited release, uh, just in California. Um, I think you know he, he had a chance to get a payday, so he did a reality show. I mean, wh- but what are you? What right. is it you're thinking like? You think this movie's cheap well, I mean, like so and bad like the the no, concept? No,
11: no, I, I I agree with you. I agree with you that it's the human lies about how nakedly uh, uh, honest he can make it on himself by you know undercut you know by eating all this shit on on stage.
10: Yeah. And, uh, so the man the guy goes yeah. out to say to his staff, "Paulie Shore fired us and they're all happy about it." And Paulie wrote that. You know? And directed it. Right. I don't know. I Look, I am yeah, not a Paul sure fan, except for this movie. This movie is great. Wow.
11: I mean, Good to hear.
10: In that he, you know, totally just, it's the ultimate put-down this movie, and he, he's putting him down himself, you know, like, I don't know. Okay. It's one man's opinion here. He's, uh... It won the Audience Choice Award at the Slam Dunk Film Festival.
11: <laughs> it to be a great Slam Dunk Film Ooh. Festival because there's a lot of slamming and dunking.
10: It, it was released way, in Sacramento, like was... California and almost nowhere else. Uh, no wonder it only made $11,000. I think it should have gone na- nationwide. My, sa- I mean, maybe no one wanted to pick it up, but I'm saying that I think this movie could have hit.
11: There's his girlfriend. You know, I, uh, wow, look at that.
10: Yeah, you see the ring?
11: Yeah, look at that ring on her finger. Yeah.
10: So now That's his show way, has been canceled. He's, he's basically having, you know, he went groveling to MTV. They kick him out. His girlfriend's with this really loser dude. Hold on, look. At the car wash and he's helping out the right
3: headshot. Oh, and I'm also testing for Playboy. Down those hef. I don't really know him. I have a friend who knows
10: someone who's been up in a mansion a couple of times, and he met him once. What's your friend's name? Sounds. Sal. Nice to meet All you. Nice. What's up, buddy? <laughs> See that? What's up, buddy? Yeah. And Pauly sure had to make a face like, oh, god damn it.
11: <laughs> yeah, but don't you think that's like parlaying your 15 minutes of fame by just like now mocking the catchphrase that, that made you? This is right by my mom's house.
10: Oh, or, in Los or,
11: Angeles? Kind
10: of yeah.
11: Yeah. I think so. Is that Fred Durst? Uh,
10: 90. Look, he had. Crap tw- uh,
11: and goatee.
10: Nine. Let's see. He didn't have 15 minutes of fame. He had 13 years. No, 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 no. All right. I eat my hat.
11: No, I'm no. I my hat. Wait, Nine
10: months. six. Ninety six is pretty much when it died. Uh, this Fox show. When was that Fox show? Because that killed it. Yeah, nineteen ninety seven. landed his own TV show on Fox, lasted five episodes, but it was canceled. Two episodes remain unaired, and it essentially ended his comedic career. So that's eleven. Wait, that is seven, eight years. Eight years of fame he had. Look, there's Limp Biscuit. Fred I knew it was Limp Bizkit. The He does that throughout the yeah. thing. He gets people, like, you know, people don't like Limp Biscuit today and think Fred's a jerk. That's why he's in this movie.
11: Oh, even Fred hates him. That's pretty low.
10: Now this, you, well, I mean, I, yeah. this is Paulie's biggest fan. And he's freaking out that his show is not on TV, that it's Animals Attack. He's from Kentucky.
11: No. Yeah, so is he he's pissing on his audience now.
10: Yes,
11: he is. Yes. No one my favorite
2: movie. Not
11: Wow, it's Tim Conway.
2: This is my darkest hour of television viewing. This is worse
10: than when they replaced. They're both. ripping off fish burger, Carl. Yeah, right. It's it's the right house setting. Yeah, right, the basement. Well, I mean, Forest Street, the whole thing was a dump. All
11: right.
10: <laughs> no, right. It was like our little... Imagine, uh, you know,
11: yeah, you, well, I mean, I think his movies, I was, like, Paul sure I was a phenomenon in the respect that he did something. That, oh, look out for Vern, 2003. So this was after uh Shag Me. And no, the gold, yeah, second one.
10: And what is the one we saw the the post postal
11: postal that's right he had a big part in
10: that he was international oh, a... superstar right he was the voiceover guy or something and he came to germantown i enjoyed oh, no, that movie about? i really enjoyed that movie oh right. oh postal yeah Well,
11: I found a couple more of his films on YouTube, so uh, be prepared. You're the man. uh, Episodes. I eat. We have that uh... (laughs) quarantine life.
10: So now what we're getting is are there any parts in his movies for me? Like we get that throughout the, the screenplay. He's going to his celeb friends and he asks if there's any parts for them. They don't answer and he asks it louder. Is there any parts for me? Clint so now Howard? we have the stereotypical scene. It's like you have no money.
11: Well, but isn't that Clint Howard the celebrity? Yup. From Star Trek, our yes. Star Trek connection.
10: Yes, you're right. You're right on the money. i say Mike. that. On well, the because
11: board. he played. He was a kid. He was a yes. kid. His dad was a. It was a family dynasty. So the father was hard driven. A down earth actor, and he brought his down to earth children and made them act. And he acted as a child in Star Trek. Yes. And then guys like you go up, Mr. Clint Howard, you were great as a child in Star Trek. <laughs>
10: He's
11: like, I was a child in Star Trek. I <laughs> oh, yes, you were a child in Star Trek. You were a very intellectual child. Your character was very smart. Right. And because, say, oh, did you say your character? Oh, thank fucking God, there's a disconnect. Yeah, I was pretty smart. My character was pretty smart. <laughs>
10: The Comedy Store started Carlin. Not really.
11: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's Mitzi's store is great. You know, like people who run rooms, you gotta respect them. And uh, whatever the, you hear about them, they're running the room. And so, you know, I've always respected it. Just uh, I don't need to see. I know, we really don't. On
10: now on the screen is Jewel Denial. So he's calling Jewel at her home. Jewel is a porn star. And it's all about the butt.
11: Uh.
10: So now we have well, you like.
11: Well, know a, like uh, Yes. Yeah.
10: Well, we have a funny scene in which there's call waiting, and it's his mom. So he's messing up, talking to Jewel and talking to his mom. You know, that's the comedic hook of this. We really don't need <laughs> to see Paulie Shore masturbate. <laughs>
11: Well, what do you think this movie is? Him, he's, now he's literally jerking off himself. So
10: wait, okay, Mike, you got beef with this movie. Okay, so that was very telling. So I you don't have beef. I kissing his own ass is what you mean. This movie is him kissing his own ass, no, you but... feel. No, it's that
11: border. that that line. And the reason why it's funny is that he can walk the line between, uh, you know, onanism and... Uh, Self-deprecating universal humor, you know.
4: <laughs> what?
11: I'm just saying, between the onanist and the uh, hubrist, you know, I go with the hubrist all the time. It's just plain and simple.
10: But you think he's like an egotist oh, making this film, right? He's uh, he's like a, 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 a... self-centered, uh, maybe not narcissist. Maybe that's too strong. But but,
11: but, but see that's but that's humor that we grow up with. He's no different than Chris Elliott, whose whole humor is about Chris Elliott. You know what I mean? But they do it in a manner that it is uh, universal
10: in that, like we can relate to Paulie's Shore, even though we don't have distance. Uh, well, Justin Chris Elliott, car. Chris Elliott does make it about Chris Elliott, but he makes it that he's a loser. Like this is about Chris Elliott failing. Paulie's not really. Okay, who's this guy? Every I I know his face, but.
11: It looks like joke. Dan Aykroyd, you know, when Dan Aykroyd does cameos as a motorcyclist, or bicyclist, or uh, you know. Uh, well, the joke here is this
10: guy fell to fell to you know in fame, and now he sells oranges, and they're doing racist stuff. But but who is he? Do you know?
11: No. Let's listen to his voice.
10: <laughs> those are good throws Those are Except for the last one Those are good throws And I think yeah. one of them Hit his best friend You know And they probably kept that take
11: Good He deserves it I used to be someone Now I'm selling oranges This is in context with Paulie, <laughs> So I do like what he did I, I do like this movie. I think it walks the line is why I'm bringing it up, but I think he does it. You know, he pulls it off. Or I, I don't know, if the same as I'm watching it, it's good. I know that he followed up this movie with a film called Adopted, where it was another kind of rip from his own headline story about him trying to adopt a child. And he got upset that, that uh, Bruno, the, the, the Borat movie where he adopts a child, uh, kind of came out around the same time because uh-huh. so he took the idea. They feel that, Bora, that Bruno took the idea.
10: Hmm. So now he's just like his own,
11: his own Mary, love
10: pity him. is he's like having awful fantasies about you know and we're hearing all the people call him a loser and uh
11: We I, I wanna give a shout out to Comedy Store in the eighties and comedy and porn stars. Uh-huh. You know the stories about like how porn stars would always show up to like comedy store and stuff like that? Like they would just go and they would watch like Dice or they would watch uh, Sam Kinison or what have you. And I just I just love that phenomenon. Yeah. Because you know who goes to comedy clubs. They're not porn
10: stars. No, not porn stars.
11: They're not gonna party with the comedians.
10: Now, this he's selling his house and who bought it?
11: Carrot top. <laughs> Agrotop. He must have played himself in 100 million things.
10: Well, the reason he's, he's here is typed. because he's like Polly Shore, you know. He had he was a big deal for a half an hour, for 15 minutes, and then he crashed, right? So that's why Polly put him in. Right. He, even Carrot top's beating me.
11: Did you notice there was a poster for Pauly, i.e. the talking uh, parrot movie with Jay Morris, the voice of
10: Oh, <laughs> Really? Was there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he goes, run along the to your a- mother's comedy store now.
11: Yeah, there you go. Probably because Mitzi never booked him. See right there, Pauly. Uh, don't you hate driving around Hollywood with Sunset Boulevard with all your stuff, man?
10: Yeah, like the you just got fired.
11: LA life. Hashtag LA life. You got your bongos in the backseat and the weird misogynistic uh, bottom half of a woman's torso mannequin. Legs askew.
10: Akimbo. Akimbo. So yep. now, basically, his Bye. friend is going to have a meeting... With um, Sean Penn. And it's the old, Does is there a part for me? Is there, what are you going to say to him? How are you going to pitch me? So now well, here we are theory, with Mr. Sean Penney. Penn. And what's actually happening is Sean is going, who was that guy in that movie, Biodome? What was his name? He was with the Baldwin brother. And his friend is not telling him, oh, that was Paulie Shore. He was pretending he doesn't know who he was talking about. Oh, that's great.
11: The Baldwin's brother, which one Well, that's Like
0: it's six or something. Like that, but the
11: one. Sean Tan talks cinema. His eyes are
0: kind of like.
11: like yeah. <laughs> we we should re, we should wake up our our faithful listeners and remind them of the episode where we actually, it's a it's a it's a milestone in our uh, over two hundred episode run where we watched Biodome. I had suggested Biodome. Yeah. And
10: Carl got very upset. You could tell, even though. That, uh, yeah. I was going to have to watch yeah. Biodome.
11: <laughs> so you said, I'm picking the next movie, which is the first time that has happened. Uh,
10: so it, it was. Okay. I remember once you were like, "Let's do Koyaanissqi," and I was like, uh, "I don't. Want, I'm not doing it, Mike. I lo- watch the movie. There's nothing to." T-. And you were like, "All right, I'll get somebody else." And I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, okay, <laughs> Koyaanissqi. Anast- <laughs> Calm like, yeah. down."
11: But that was a good movie. A lot happened. There was like sunrises and sunsets, and then there was like people walking, but they were walking so fast they looked like ants. It was like almost a metaphor. <laughs>
10: I um, Uh, was a lot to talk about because almost every scene, the internet, had something to tell me. So, in the end, that was a good film. Yeah.
11: Yeah, uh, and it's remarkable that a film of such beauty uh, that should be seen in the cinema was still chopped up in 10-minute bits on YouTube. Because, you know, back in the day, you couldn't have a video on YouTube that was more than 10 minutes. Like right. You had to have your Koya posted. You had to do it in part one and two.
10: Now, this is uh, Layla Slotman, and she's an actress of note, and she's playing a prostitute, and she's finding out that all Polly has is like 84 bucks. Gotcha.
11: Do you think Polly Shore's a freak? What do you mean? Well, wow, there's been a lot of sex stuff in this. We sound jerking. Oh, a freak in a sexual
10: way. Uh, probably. Yeah. All right. Heidi Flex will be in this film.
11: They well, already had Charlie Sheen,
10: so probably that was the deal. Polly yeah, Sheen. Like a package. Charlie Sheen was just a customer like everybody.
11: Right. Oh, you, yeah, so he's no better than anyone else. I mean, he was just a customer.
10: Now there's a reason gonna, that being like, opened up with Charlie Sheen. You know how everyone thinks he's a cuckoo and everything and this is two thousand three when right. that was in its heyday. Look so he's
11: he's burying his ass. You don't think this film is like he's literally sitting up his own ass. <laughs> Alright, whatever. Oh yeah. Well Charlie yeah, know, what was like Charlie Sheen had a great like a uh, uh pop culture meltdown and he went yes. on tour just yelling tiger blood at people and, and uh, it was at the Masonic Center here in San Francisco. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if if you're big, you headline the punchline. And if you're really big, you do the fucking Mason, You know, the Masonic Center. And he did. And, you know, Live Nation fronted it. And from what I heard is that he really had nothing to say, but it didn't matter. <laughs> so can you imagine, like, as a, as a bitter comic, uh, you're just like, how come he gets to the Masonic Center?
10: Yeah. That sounds like a open micer, uh, National Lampoon open micers uh
11: somehow, put it like, in, in, yeah. in the script.
10: Yeah. The rival open micer. How does sure. he get to book this room? So wow, look at that, your old stand up set. This is basically now it's jewel denial again. And I love Jewel, but it's all about the butt and I don't know that I wanna go there, but nonetheless she does. And this is all like his lowest moment. He can't even jerk off.
11: That's pretty oh yeah, there's the box. Remember the box is oversized and uh,
10: It's two thousand three,
11: yeah. Yeah. God, I wonder if they still cost sixty dollars. You know how remember when BHS came out, BTRs? But yeah. The VHS tapes t- retail for a hundred dollars. So let's yep. say you wanted a, a co- dead current copy of ET the Extraterrestrial, so you had to rent it from the store. There's no way you could just physically own it. Okay, like, oh, it's a Kinnison impersonator.
10: It is. It's me uh, in
11: quarantine. Right. It's my hair in
10: quarantine. <laughs> um, a guy, a guy named, um, where is it? Timmy Jameson. Timmy Jameson is doing a a Kinnison impersonation. Now, Kinnison sort of mentored uh, Pauly uh, at the comedy store. So he's telling him, why don't you kill yourself?
11: (laughs) (laughs) It's
3: about who you know, brother.
11: I kind of like it. I, I kind of like like Kinison was unique That he would have these Like who play guitar Rock guitar mm-hmm. You know His show was like A rock and roll affair It was pretty kind of I don't know It's it's interesting That he went that way
10: So he He's been told by I, his yeah. He's been told by his mentor To kill yourself
2: By him Yeah Unfortunately one person in
10: my life. And he's like, the only What's person the who's going to miss me is them? my mother. So he writes a suicide note to his mother.
0: But couldn't handle the pressures of Hollywood anymore. You did a great job raising me, and it's not your fault.
10: This is heavy shit, man. Yeah, except he's not going to die. He thought he died, but he was just watching BioDome. <laughs> well, actually, his Fox sitcom. If you want to see Paulie Shore die, watch his Fox sitcom. Kurt Loader. Hey,
11: Kurt Loader from MTV News. In today, oh, MTV in it. He's 70 years old. 70 years three. old. Kurt Loader. Really? Yeah. Wow, Whoopi Goldberg. God, I love Whoopi Goldberg movies, even the ones she does cameos. In. <laughs> Not sure about Perry from.
10: So now that he's dead, you know, everyone's saying yeah. good things about him.
11: Oh, we need. James Addiction Frontman has words to say about Polly Shore.
10: Yeah, he's got layers. Very thorough. And now um, she's saying that she wouldn't have gotten uh, Baywatch if it weren't for Polly. He taught her how to mouth to mouth resuscitate and. So anyway, it's basically Uh, a montage of people saying good things because uh, Paulie's dead.
11: Now, these are all, like, MTV regulars. So, I mean, he could have, like, whoever produced this movie probably said, hey, you know, Dr. Dre, since you're here, can you just, uh..." I don't know. Well, no, they probably asked him.
10: Well, Paulie produced. Oh, my God, Matt Pinkfield. Yeah. He's interviewing Bucky, his biggest fan.
11: Oh right, there's a casino man in the background. That's hard to put into work. Do you remember Matt Penfield? I hate when movies put real journalists playing themselves in there. It uh, undercuts their journalistic integrity. To have Matt Penfield from MTV News play Matt Penfield from MTV News, <laughs> it undercuts. You know, it, it, MTV News should not have their frontman pretend to to give fake news like that. It's just right. it's a disgrace. Yeah, you know. There were some movies that uh, got in trouble for that. The movie Contact with Jodie Foster yeah, yeah. had a, a, like like a CNN clip where it looked like Bill Clinton agreed right. with what was going on. And uh, they, they got said, how can a CNN use,
10: uh, abuse their a journalistic integrity? <laughs> he was talking about the asteroid that uh, from Mars that looked like it might have bacteria in it. That never got proven but, uh...
11: Right, yeah. Well, they got angry. They said, how can you, you know, you're editing the news to make a good go of the story, you know? Yeah, you're, you're, and Bill
10: Clinton was a star of the film. Not really, but you know what yeah, he, he was. in the script. He was talking about life from another planet, and he was... These are all stars? Oh, that's uh, Sugar Ray, right? That's right. Michael and, Grass? and that's, I don't know, she's on, um... Everybody loves Raymond um, as the police, uh, as the partner of the brother. So basically, it's like uh, everyone's broken up about uh, Pauly, and, and it's just getting made fun of.
2: That was a fucking piece of shit. I mean, Jesus Christ, give me a break. Take it back, pal.
8: I'll oh,
7: take one back. Take it back, now. Take one back, old man. Hey I man, why don't you take you and your little crying ass kid to the next hole so me and my girl can play some
4: golf up in this motherfucker, right? Well, oh, man, let's play.
11: Play some golf. 'Cause I'm the uh. Oh, the tributes get to go. Continue. This yeah, is what's bro. gonna happen in the open mics when we pass away. They'll have like a tribute. <laughs> where we, uh,
10: now that's the guy from Jersey. Sorry, that director.
11: Oh, is that uh, James Allen Bob?
10: yeah right no. right that's it yeah oh yeah it's not the director from jersey but he is a jersey boy yeah i guess Jason he was jay
11: jay yeah it's jay well every time they go to like the comedy store or any comedy club i bet it's the, everyone in the audience are comedians like yeah paul i would love to be in a movie <laughs>
10: uh
11: okay you know there's yeah. a carl hotel in san francisco
10: we have the greatest cameo ever here. We are about to see Cato Kalin
11: Oh, great. Going to a different house.
10: And look how he's balded.
11: That's Cato Kalin Yeah. From the O.J. set trial? Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. What happened here? Here. I lost it.
10: Okay, I did. Uh. Wow. It looks great. So again, he's getting a person hair. who's like you know, on the D-list. Hot for 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. But he wasn't hot for a good reason. He didn't have a f- fame of a, you know, a movie, but still.
11: This is kind of like a, uh, this movie's ahead of its time because you, there's a lot of like channels and a lot of product and a lot of content and one variety of it is the genre of like the self-deprecating uh, celebrity playing himself. Mm-hmm. And I've seen it on pop. The POP, the, the network, where I just forgot who it was. It was some kind of famous actor, TV actor. I think it was a DJ. And he would buff it to Joey Lawrence playing himself. And Joey has problems, you know, and they would reference his line and all that stuff. And it's like, you know, uh, that Gary Shanley show. Larry right. Sanders was great at it. You know, that was probably the one and only time that just clicked. I mean, it's great watching it now and seeing, like, you know, the late Gene Siskel and the late Warren Zevon in the same show and, go, and them complaining about, like, Chevy Chase errors late-night talk show stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know, this is dated as well, I guess.
10: You know, uh, this I movie was be- before its time because someday Paul e. Shore will die.
11: <laughs> and it, it is ahead of its time. Yes. You think they'll play
10: this? Then this movie, everyone will watch this movie. Ironically, right? Yeah. Uh, right. If I ever meet Paulie Shore, I'm telling him that he has a podcast. Maybe I should call up.
11: Oh yeah, Paulie. Paulie Poddy Shore.
10: Well, that's Paulie funny. Shore um, I don't know. He also hosts his own podcast show. Um. I guess I should have researched that, right? To promote him right uh, now. Anybody, just go to no, well, the gonna... uh, Paulie Shore podcast. You'll find it.
11: Yeah, absolutely. I was going to actually watch his routine so I could start quoting uh, his act, and I said, "Eh,
4: <laughs>
11: I don't know. Life is precious now. Right? It was only moments ago. Uh, so...
10: No regrets." <laughs> Hollywood. Is that, oh, instead of no regrets? <laughs> no regrets?
11: Well, I've. Uh, there's a. Welcome to the Miller says that too, where he's like, don't you have any regrets at all? Like this kind of, you know, hipster white guy. This place is on Sunset Boulevard. I've been there. With the, with the rodeo horse, or whatever, the mechanical bull.
10: Yeah. This is basically a montage of Paulie loving that the world loves him. It kind of doesn't make sense.
11: Yeah, it doesn't. So they know he's dead. Who who is he now? Abraham Lincoln, right?
10: I yeah, he's being Abraham Lincoln. I don't know.
11: You did know? Him. Oh, it's Tom for
10: And the thing is. It doesn't make sense why the guy hiding undercover would get Pollywood on his stomach and why a famous guy would stop in to say hello and why a photo shoot with sexy girl. I I just don't get it.
11: It's living the life. You know, remember at the end of Batman 3 where uh, Michael Cade says, you should go out and I should see you at a restaurant. And he goes out. He gets, Yeah. Yeah, was and he and then he's at a restaurant he's like going hey oh high times magazine that magazines in trouble right now they've been buying dispensaries under the, the name of high times uh-huh and uh, they're just I don't know you know everything's kind of whack right now I should mention another pop culture uh, is dead moment for me is la style it's the first techno band to ever hit the Billboard Top 100 with their song James Brown is Dead, uh-huh. which was more of a reference to sampling James Brown and, and dance numbers. But have you heard the news? James Brown is dead. And then they would play a different kind of techno riff that wasn't a James Brown derivative. And uh, that also spawned songs Michael Jackson is in heaven now. And uh, well, what happens yeah, to pop like
10: culture? How did
11: you frame it? Uh, a part of pop culture I don't know. died? Yeah, like, for, for, wow, look at that. He even made National uh, Geographic. Well, that, uh, like, kind of a weird, like, pop culture moment where they would say, like, James Brown is dead while James Brown is very much alive. Oh, I see what so you wrong.
10: mean. Yeah. That's like,
11: do you know about. of any other, like, is
10: dead? That song yeah, was endless time.
11: Yeah, I know, but no one played it other than me when James Brown did pass.
10: <laughs> oh, but we
11: see the runaway.
10: The uh, Polly Shore must die. Yeah. Oh, okay. well, I I even see like, yeah. Now he's, he's being a runaway, on. right? The girl's on to him, so uh, he's gonna get outed now. Oh,
11: no, Act 3. Wow, look at all those magazines.
10: He's telling All right, I just want to straighten you out. This is middle Act 2. You see, what happened was we got to around the 25th minute, and then we saw Pauly Shore is dead. It's the movie poster, you know?
11: You're absolutely right. Yeah, absolutely right, on the money.
10: And so right now it's the beginning of the hero's lowest moment in a movie it's the beginning of act it's the part in act two when he's going to break down and uh, it's the hero's lowest moment it's I'm not describing it very well but the big movie poster moment of this is a great thing in the movie, it gets thrown into jeopardy and it begins a downward slide. He's going to get caught now.
11: Gotcha. Oh, man. He's going to have to move in, out of the Charles. Uh-oh. Polly has a gun.
10: Yeah. polly has got a gun.
11: They've got a gun. Oh, man. That's how he directed people. He would hold that good.
10: Yeah, that's good. That's really a great tool for a director.
11: Yeah. Well, you—you you heard, speaking yep. of the Batman movies, that, that that director wouldn't allow anyone to sit during production. Really. Paulie Sherwood carried a gun with him. Well, his publicist denied it. It was a, a Twitter controversy.
10: I could see Polly going. Let's take it again. Paulie, come on. It's been, okay, okay, Paulie. All right, we'll do another take.
11: All right, Polly. Okay. All right, yeah. Just uh, get back to your director's chair.
10: Go to craft services, get me a coffee. Polly, that's not my role. Oh, oh okay, Polly. I get okay, getting you two <laughs> sugars, right. right? Getting you
11: a coffee. Well, I, I think that the cops will get co- uh, shot by Polly. Polly, that's a so little loud. Alright, okay, let's set up the squib.
10: Basically, what happened is the cop came to the door to say, this is crazy, but is Paulie sure in there? And he was like, no, no. But he was gesturing his fingers like, yes.
11: Oh, so the cop knows. The cops going right. to leak it to TMZ. There it is. Hello, Eonline.com? Ah, I got a scoop.
10: Now, here's another thing that doesn't yeah, make nice. sense about this movie. Why would he get like arrested as if he had done a terrible crime?
11: Isn't that a crime to take your own death? Is that a crime to take your own death?
10: It might be a crime, but it isn't a go in guns a blazing, cuff the guy, throw him in jail. You know, it's it's.
11: Well, you want to threaten it? Yeah, you want to threaten that guy, the guy who who faked his own death. Well, we'll threaten him. Maybe he'll be so scared that he might die that he'll. Uh... <laughs>
10: He started stand-up at 17. Yeah. Which makes a lot of sense. Well, then he was on... he it, worked, right?
11: He was on MTV. Yeah.
10: Oh, that was 21... i sorry,
11: but director public short of a freak.
10: At 21 years old, he hit MTV, and that began his fame.
11: Yeah. Well, he, did he was he like a VJ, and then yes. he was just such outrageous? Oh, hey, Britney! Right, and she's wow, like, who the hell he is, is this?
10: And she goes, oh, yeah, he was on MTV before I was born.
11: True. True that. All right, point Guns at the suicidal guy who faked his own death.
10: See what I mean? This doesn't make sense in the movie. They're brutally taking him out like he committed a violent act. He
11: He downed the short them. Oh, no, now they're going to find out, and they're going to be like, we hate him. Yep. Yeah, they're making out in front of their kids? Yeah. That's freaky.
10: That's very liberal of them.
11: Well, they live in uh, what doesn't look well.
10: She tells the girl, go to your room. And she goes, Dad, I'm in my room.
11: Quarantining in a studio apartment. Man, His mullet looks like there was no party in the back. The party was lame. Oh, this guy's
10: band. name is uh, W. Earl Brown, and I don't know. He's been in movies. He's all right.
11: Yeah. Well, I'm sure he didn't force that haircut on him. Uh-oh, here comes Kurt Boder.
10: Now it's about, it was, he faked his oh, death. sure.
11: To make it up to you, we're going to have Metallica go out and play it all in wow. How can MTV uh, sink so low to be in this movie?
10: Well, I'm sure... Sh- I don't it's... think it was even MTV News. Right. It's 2003, so I'm sure he was... Uh, you know, they called him in.
11: Did you ever see him on The Simpsons? The Simpsons had a flashback episode where Homer and Marge first met, but because they were doing it a couple decades into the series, it was a a flashback of the 90s. And Uh Homer became a grunge star. And they reported, like, I think it was his death or something. And it was reported by Kurt Loder from MTV Uh News who ended the broadcast with and I'm Kurt Loder from the 90s.
10: <laughs> so right now what we've got is everyone <laughs> slamming him now that they found out he faked his death.
11: There's no way you would get Ellen in your movie now. She's too big.
10: And now
5: the whole
3: country
10: Yeah, and Chris Rock, maybe.
3: Back. No, Pauly, fuck you. Stay dead. That's
10: the- <laughs> Chris Rock, my man.
11: Funniest, that was it. Oh, yeah, I can't believe.
10: Can you believe that dick? So this is the agent, like, not eating shit. Guess I was wrong.
2: People do want to see him as a victim. That's what he always told me. I should have listened to him. Oh, well. Oops. Next.
10: Showing that he's not going to get hurt by that miscalculation at all. So now here's Paulie in jail.
11: Wow. Oh, no. More Paris Hilton in the celebrity wing. Right. So there's more cameos coming up, right? Exactly. Is it new celebrities?
10: There's Tommy Lee Jones.
11: Uh, uh, oh, right. Pamela Anderson's ex. Right, right. Tommy right. Lee Jones. Tommy Jones.
10: Tommy Lee Jones?
11: Oh. Let me look it up. I
10: got it right here. Tommy Lee Jones.
11: He was in The Fugitive. Who's his bunkmate? mate?
10: Right, that's right. Okay, his name's just Tommy Lee. Uh,
11: Tommy Lee. Oh, so it's Tommy Lee, no joke. Tommy Lee Smith.
10: Yeah. Tommy Lee Smith. Now, there's the prostitute he gave $89 to and Heidi Fleiss with her. Oh, wow. That's nuts.
11: You wouldn't be able to have Heidi Fleiss in your movie now. They'd be like, why do you have, like, a... uh... Yeah, I, I think back then it was the Hollywood madam, and now it'd just be like you know, uh, I don't know.
10: Did you see her eyes turn like the devil?
11: Yeah, I did. Todd now Bridges. We,
10: here we have Willis.
11: The different strokes. Who got in, who got in trouble? Part of the different strokes curse, but he's still very much alive.
10: Todd Bridges, and so of course Todd he's the cellmate. And, you know, it's another guy who had a couple minutes of fame and now. Right. So Bucky, so is, kinda, he's... Bucky is on his way to find yeah. and kill Paulie Shore.
11: You watch Court TV, the the cable network, and they would have a show like The World's Dumbest uh, criminal, or The World's Dumbest uh, <laughs> Tight Rope Walkers. I've and they would show it. video, and they would.
4: <laughs>
11: Todd, Todd Bridges is like a regular. He's like oh. a series regular on that show. And that sh- those, those those specials have been on that network for decades. I would say at least at least eight years, right? Work I love shows dumbest. like
10: that. Dumbest criminals, and you know, it's like oops.
11: Uh-huh. It can't pass like home video. Like, World America's Funniest Home Video.
10: Right, this is the next-